You're listening to World Oil Deep Dive, conversations with energy industry leaders and engineers about the market trends and technologies shaping the oil and gas industry. Now, here's this week's episode. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, we're here at one of my favorite events of the year, uh, HFTC, the Hydraulic Fracturing Technology Conference, put on by SPE. And it's one of my favorites because there's all kind of new technology on display here. So uh, this is a great episode for those of you who didn't get a chance to show up, or if you did and you didn't get to talk to some of these amazing companies um, that are really, really uh, pushing uh, efficiency and safety forward, uh, this is going to be a great series of episodes for you. And first off today, we have uh, our friends from FET. So let's go around the horn. Alex, you start, introduce yourself a little bit, talk about what you do, and we'll go all the way around. Uh, Alex Sheehan, I am Vice President of Product Innovation and Business Development. Uh, I work with FET's product lines, leading some of the uh, big meaningful projects for, for the company as a whole as well as working with our, each of our product lines uh, with their, their product development process, ensuring that they, they've got, they're adequately resourced and they're moving through the, the product development process as uh, swiftly as possible. And, and, and I just got a quick question for you because recently I'm like a newly minted director of podcasts for our company. And I didn't realize it takes a lot of management. It's like herding cats sometimes, right? I mean, you got a lot of different groups working on a lot of different projects. It, it, it's challenging. It's more challenging for me than I thought it would be, right? Do you, have sure. you found that same thing? Is it? Sure. Yeah. Within each product line, there's, there's a cross-functional group that makes it makes a, a product development successful. Uh, you know, not just internal FET, but in uh, working closely with our customers to get that consistent feedback in each stage of the product development process is critical. So doing that with each one of our product lines is, uh, you know, it's not a small task, but it's, it's one of those, you know, that process and that feedback with our customers was critical to oh, absolutely. successful product development. A absolutely. And John, introduce yourself. Thank you. Uh, so John Smith, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the FET Corporation. Uh, so I, I interface with uh, with all of our commercial teams and and uh, help bring all the great ideas that uh, that, that Alex and his teams are uh, are developing to, to the marketplace. Uh, so uh, you know it's a it, it's a great role to kind of help circle the the wagon here and uh, uh, you know really. We, we've got a lot of great ideas. How do we uh, how do we bring them to uh, ultimately to, to life and get them out there to uh, to, to drive uh, efficiencies and safety is a, is a primary focus uh, for uh, for the industry as a whole. Absolutely, absolutely. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk about some of this new technology. Super safe. Looking forward to it. Alan. Sure. So I'm vice president uh, of well stimulation. So what does that mean for FET? It means all the products that we have going from the customer's wellhead to the back of our uh, or to the back of their pump truck power and fluid and all the accessories in between. Um, that's what we're focused on. And one of the big drivers that we have is, is customer safety, how we're using these products, how we're trying to minimize the rig up time and do it in a safe manner. So that's really a big primary focus of our products. How do we make the guys more efficient out there, the service company specifically? How do we make them more efficient? How can we make uh, the workplace safer and you know gain time for, for the operators as well? Yeah, and, and Al, you guys have some technology on display combined with your technology that was on display last year, right? Tell us, tell us about that and uh, kind of how all that 
came together and works together. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, the HFTC conference obviously is a, is a technology-focused conference, and uh, you know, it allows all, all companies such as ours to come and, and really display the the leading-edge technology that uh, that we think is, uh, is, uh, is 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 a differentiator in the marketplace. And so, to that end, last year our FastConnect system was a uh, was on display, and this is really meant to replace the ZipperFrac manifold rig up. Uh, you know, it's it's a you know think of it as a skid-mounted centralized system that's an automated well-switching technology. Uh, really gets people out of the out of the red zone. It's a remote, remotely, remotely actuated uh, switching technology that really kind of does well transitions in sub five minutes. So, you know, again, drives, yeah. drives uh, efficiencies there. Uh, years ago, we, we uh, kind of came to uh, HFTC with our with our Flexos as we were really leading the industry in, uh, yeah, in Flexos. Yeah, you guys were like one of the first, development. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we saw the need to get away from uh, from ground iron. I mean, right. there, there's just, there's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, you know, 90% fewer connections, uh, you know, the, the reduction in vibration that the equipment experiences through the flexible hoses. I mean, the, the benefits go on and on. Uh, but uh, you got to think about them a little differently. These are not ground iron. These are not pieces of pup joints and, and, uh, and 1502 connections. Uh, so you have to handle them a little different. That's that's what we really put a lot of focus on is the solution as a holistic approach to what the industry's challenges are uh, in, in a given environment. And uh, so with that, we've got the hoses, how do we handle the hoses effectively as an industry? So we've we've put a lot of a uh, lot of thought over the years into developing the uh, the, the solution that we're showcasing today, uh, which is essentially a crane-enabled pod system that uh, you know takes uh, takes you know a manual hose handling out of the equation. So you know we uh, we use this crane system to uh, to be able to disconnect and uh, and then obviously rig up, but then disconnect uh, as uh, as the uh, the pressure pumper pulls the pump out for uh, for their preventative maintenance cycle that they're going to go on, uh, and then uh, come back in to, to do again a five minute transition with uh, with a lot of safety in mind. Yeah. And, uh, so Alan, you're you're in charge of, of the fast connect, right? Sure. So what's it's part of our portfolio of products that we have in well stimulation. So. Last year, like we talked about, we showcased the product, so I'm happy to kind of report that we've actually had some field trials. Uh, we've looked, definitely learned some things as we <laughs> went along, right? Like all good new products, you, you run into some bumps in the road, so we've had a few of those. Uh, fortunately enough, we were able to overcome those challenges, and I'm able to report that we've had a successful uh, field trials with one of the service companies. You know, part of the priorities that we had was keeping people out of the red zone, obviously reducing the cost from, from the use of, of frack valves, and also try to reduce uh, transition time and, and get it under five minutes. So I'm happy to report that we've accomplished all those things. Nice. So uh, for the first stages of weld, we're actually on our second well pad. So we've got a little bit of history now. Uh, all those transitions have been right around that four minute mark. So we're happy to report that we've met our initial goals, keeping everybody out of the red zone uh, and keeping everybody safe and, and, and uh, had clean transitions. With, with minimal downtime, which is part of our goals. So customer's quite happy, the operator's quite happy. Looks like we're gonna be moving forward and deploying our, our second unit here very shortly. Nice. Uh, with, with the same service company, so we're hoping to, to get momentum um, with the service companies and the operators that they've seen the benefit of, of the uh, of the Fast Connect system. So with great progress, you know, uh, we always wish it could move faster, <laughs> right? Uh, no but, pun intended. Right, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. So, so yeah, so we're moving along and we're making great progress and uh, as the operators are seeking the safer solution, faster solution, that this will hopefully work their way into the portfolio and onto the pad. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me about this because I'm not like a technical right. guy, right? And so, yeah, you, you know that you're going to run into some bumps. But can you tell us about some of the weird things that you wouldn't have expected? You know, this kind of bumps up against sure. what Alex does too. But yeah, you know, one of the one of the big issues we had, right, when we were trying to rig this up, was 
how do we get everything to align? So we actually had to go back and reinforce the equipment. Mm. You know, luckily we actually, since we've got a, a big portfolio, we're actually pulling some technology from some of the different groups and apply it into the Fast Connect as part of the overall solution. You know, you heard John mention that one of the big advantages was vibration. Right. You know, some of the things that we've learned with the operators is, hey, actually using the rubber hoses helps reduce the overall vibration on location. Uh, makes it a lot easier with the transition time as well. So there's been a lot of other little things that we've done to help uh, to improve uh, how we do that. You know, uh, how do we contain the fluid, right? Making sure things are bled off properly. So there's been right, a lot yeah. of lessons yeah. learned uh, on that end. And uh, like I said, we've met all our initial goals and the operator's been, been quite happy. So they were very excited when we got out there for the first time. Uh, like I said, a couple bumps in the road, but it's part of the whole learning process. But we were, uh, the great thing is we had a great engineering team. We are able to quickly resolve those and really turn it around with about six weeks. We were back out on location. Wow. Uh, turning it around and getting out for tests, and we've been out there continuously since then. So, that, that, on site. On site as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah on that, site. That's so, crazy. That's crazy fast, yeah. right? We, we yeah. went ahead and, you know, we, we jumped on the deep end. If we were going to do it, <laughs> we, we, we put it in, in the Haynesville, right? So if we're, right, we're going to yeah, do it, let's yeah. start in the Haynesville and let's, uh, let, let's see how it goes from there. Right? No, that's, that's, uh, that's super impressive. And, and for the folks who don't know, right. you know, you're talking about four minute average switches. Yeah. What's the time if you're not using a system like that? You know, we used to say, hey, we're, they're waiting on the, on the uh, maybe the wireline guys or not. It was definitely over five minutes. It depended on frack companies. It could have been anywhere from five minutes to 15, 20 minutes. So wow. we'd like to say, you're not gonna be waiting on us. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. We're, exactly. we're gonna make that transition from well to well. And, and part of the other things too, is we've eliminated the risk associated with having frack valves, them malfunctioning, them not pressure testing, we've kind of eliminated that risk for the operators on location. Along with grease. Along with grease, right? Yeah, right. You know, all this grease, where did it go? Well, guess what? It probably went into your well bore, right? <laughs> right so, exactly. much cleaner frack and uh, a much safer operation overall as well. That's exciting, that's yeah. exciting. And that brings us, Alex, to uh, what we have on display here this week, right? Yeah, yeah the, the, the origin of, of what we have on display really goes back to our first development of a large bore manifold system yeah. in, in 2016. Uh, I think we're you know, the first or one of the first to market with a large bore system. And that was developed to minimize connections, right? Right. Connections with the high pressure and the vibration that's inherent in this operation uh, you know, you're going to have connections fail, or at least that, that was the that, that was the the standard, you know, was expected in the past. Right. And so, so the large bore uh, uh, missile missile uh, reduce number of connections pretty significantly. You know, from from there, how, how do we then reduce you know 90, 99 percent of the connections? How can we get rid of the the fifteen oh two iron? That's really intended for well service applications, right. not, not for intensive frack operations. And so, so uh, uh, two years ago, we, we showed our, uh, our, our large bore system that, and how it integrates with, with hoses and the, the hub style connection. So using hoses, you know, not only eliminates connections, uh, but it minimizes the vibration that's imparted on, on the manifold right, as well. Yeah. So the, the, the hoses act as a dampener uh, um, in, in effect. And, we also at that time showed you know the transition from a 1502 connection to a hub style connection. Um, you, we have thousands of these connections in the field and haven't had one leak or break in the in operation. Impressive. Uh, so it's it's been a fantastic uh, improvement over the 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 legacy ex expectation of, of leaking 1502. Right. Or, or 
catastrophic failures of Tifino too. We haven't had any of that with this this hub style connection. So that was a huge improvement. So you know, from there, we, we've we've really added a ton of reliability to the to this to this uh, this part of the operation. Um, you know, further to that, how can we add efficiency and safety to the well site? You know, these hoses, like John said, they're not. These are not light things. These are you know, 350, 400 pound hoses <laughs> that typically take you know, two, three guys to manhandle to rig them up. Um, you know, that's, that's not a safe operation in normal conditions, much less the extremes that, that our, our right. customers operate in, in West Texas in the summer or uh, you know, Northern Alberta in the winter. You know, these are not conditions that are, that are conducive to that kind of operation. So how can we handle these hoses safely? our customers have to pull that pump out to do maintenance on it. Right, exactly. So, so our, 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 uh, our engineering team developed this, uh, this crane-enabled manifold system that allows our customers to, to uh, float, what we call float the hose, to grab onto right. the hose, uh, uh, unlatch the connection, and so we, we also have our single bolt connection. So Yeah, that's this, impressive this, too. Yeah, yeah the yeah. clamshell connection, is get, you just have to unlatch with one bolt, one guy, one crane, um, with with uh, with with a, a torque gun, and he can take take that off in a matter of, of minutes, and that that pump can get pulled out for, for maintenance. Um, so you can you can blind it, put it on the ground. You can you know, wait for that maintenance to be done, whatever needs needs to be you know how, whatever's most efficient. Um, and then the, again with that hose floating, easy to reconnect, even with one just one guy. Wow. Um, so, so fantastic uh, improvement in safety. And then again, that efficiency, you, know, you can pull a pump out, blind it, put it on the ground, and get back to pumping in a matter of minutes. Um, so we can keep up with the fast connect. Right, exactly. Right. And, and now, do you have some of those cranes already operating, or is that? Uh... So, so we have, we have a, a, a number of cranes. Um, I'd say th this crane is uh, what we kind of call our, uh, our Ajax, or light duty crane. Mm -hmm. uh, we have some, some uh, longer uh, extended uh, uh, range uh, oh, cranes wow, okay. uh, for, for, um, for our previous designs, but uh, I think we have you know, a couple dozen of those in, in the field this time. Wow. Uh, that, that our, and our customers are seeing those real benefits of that, that, that rapid transition time while also getting that critical maintenance activity done at the same time. Right, right. But this is crazy because I was talking with one of your guys while I was out there looking at it today and I said, you know, putting a crane on the end of this seems like it's a, seems like it's a really simple idea, yeah. right? And how did nobody think of that before, right? Yeah. And, and this is one, one of the things we were talking about is that like, Sometimes the most obvious things, right? I mean, it, it just takes somebody saying, hey, what if we put a crane out here instead? Yeah. You know, wouldn't that help us? And, yeah. and in your job, I mean, in your job as new product development, how did that, how did that come about? What was, the, what was the genesis of the whole idea? Hey, let's stick a crane on the, on the hub. Well, I, I would say the, you know, some of the challenges to finding the right solution were how can we make the cranes easy to move from one pad to the, to the next right. and to rig up and rig down? How can we make the rig up of the crane itself a safe operation? Right. Um, you know, and, and, and also how can we make it a, a you know, cost-effective solution as well, right? Right. You yeah. know, it, it, and so, so it, it took some, some uh, you know, a lot of iteration in, in the, the, the con concepting phase to get to the right solution that met the economic uh, or financial uh, benefits that our customers are looking for, while also meeting the performance requirements, um, and 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 you know, and I say performance also in, in what it can, you know, how easy you can rig it up, rig it down, 
um, and and move it from one, one place to the other. So you know, but you know, the first our first concept out our first uh, our cranes out of the gate. You know, the first time that our customers rig it up, it can take you know forty five minutes to an hour, but. Uh, in time, our customers got that rig up of, of one crane down to 15 minutes. Wow! So so okay. so, so that you know we 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 got to a good spot with our even our some of our legacy designs and the most recent ones are even faster and easier because they're a little bit lighter, uh, ah, a little, bit, okay. little bit easier to to handle and and to uh, to rig up. Yeah, no, that's that's fascinating. And so that I I was taking a look at it out there today. So that crane just basically slides over the hub and then gets bolted on. Is that the is that it, the hook? It, it, yeah, for it, layman's terms, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> layman's terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we tried to make it as uh, as as simple of uh, an approach as possible. So yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, and, and so you know, I, I mentioned this this pad the pad move. You know, the, the, there's, there's also benefits in what we shared. Uh, you know, on on the display mm -hmm. in, in that respect. Um, you know, we, we're taking the, the the success that we had with the three inch hub, and we're we're uh, 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 scaling that up to our seven inch seven, oh, wow. seven yeah, inch yeah. hub. Uh, so rather than having you know I, I can't remember sixteen or eighteen bolts on a flange, uh, now you're rigging up with four bolts. Oh, on nice! A flange. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and you know these connections, uh, the seven inch uh, API flanges, they are you know prone to leaking over time. Uh, again, we haven't had one of our our three inch connections leak, so we think you know, we're going to see many of those same benefits in the in the, this large bore connection. So again, a reliable connection that's faster to rig up, seventy five percent reduction in rig up time with those four bolts versus you know the sixteen or eighteen bolts in an API flange. So our customers are going to be able to rig up and rig down this system far faster than than a legacy API spool and block system. Right, yeah. So John, you must have run these numbers, right? Because you got to arm the sales team. So what is the cost savings over time? You know, it's it, it's significant. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know I, I don't want to be too bold with, uh, with, with some of the numbers that we've thrown out there, but I mean, the, the reality is this is a significant improvement of the amount of hours that can be pumped in a given. You know, you look at it per day, but when you extrapolate it over the course of a year, I mean, th these are meaningful, meaningful numbers, right? right. So uh, that, that our customers can uh, you know can achieve through through additional pumping hours, right? And uh, so it's uh, you know it's it's in addition to the safety. I mean, which is a primary focus, right? We right. got to keep we got to keep the guys safe out there. But uh, you know the, the the ability to pump more with the same amount of equipment, uh, hopefully you know reducing the amount of uh, man hours that you need on location. I mean, the benefits keep going. The other thing that's a little little uh, you know very very important uh, to 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 throw out there is the 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 impact of the reduced vibration on the equipment itself, right? I mean, there's right, yeah. there, there's PM in there that's uh, that's drastically pulled down as well through this, right? You know, you don't have to uh, you don't have to have the same uh, you know hopefully the same number of uh, of you know frankly fluid end exchanges, power and rebuilds the the, the whole kit, right? You're, you're swinging right. less, right? Uh, so you know you, you can really extrapolate some <laughs> pretty extraordinary numbers <laughs> uh, when it when it comes to the savings, and uh, yeah, we're, we're, our customers are seeing the benefit as uh, as evidenced by the adoption of this technology. Yeah, no, that's that's super impressive. So Alex, one. One last question for you, since in your role now, you're involved with new product development. Give us a, give us a peek behind the veil. What what's coming up? We have just broad strokes. Don't don't give us any corporate secrets. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say we're we, we're constantly looking at ways to add value to our customers' operations. So, you know, some of the other uh, things that that are in in Allen's portfolio that that are. Uh, yeah, I think we 
we've we've got a best in class power. And as an example, you know, we've spent a lot of time uh, investing in that and in, in, in improvements in that over time. So we, I think we've we've been the best for a while, and we continue to make make improvements that to, to keep that position in the market. Um, and so so we, you know, our, our our new higher horsepower pump is really uh, uh, well suited for EFRAC applications. So we're excited about nice, that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some other pumping technology that we're working on that, that uh, you know, hopefully we'll be ready to speak about this next time, year. This time next year. Nice. Uh, and I'll kind of le leave it at that. And you know, there's you know a number of other other uh, 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 product lines in FET's portfolio with with cool, interesting products that also impact the 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 the, the frac operation between you know greaseless wire line and and our jumbotron radiator. We're scaling that up for an e-frac. Uh, application. Wow, you guys the, have so much you know, in the works. That's that's great. Man. Yeah, that is that is fantastic. And you know, I mean, our audience, these guys are engineers and operating companies and stuff. They love to hear about this, man. Any new tech that's coming out. So, you know, when you guys are ready to talk about it, you got some field trials under your belt, articles in the magazine, coming back on the podcast, yep. talking about it some more right. for sure. But yep. thanks so much for taking the time out. Guys, I know this is a little more tranquil than being out on the show floor <laughs> at HFTC because I forgot to pitch it, but uh, we're at the Blend Bar, which is, of course, my favorite place to record podcasts. And so uh, this is uh, doesn't get any better than this. So thanks again, guys. Take Jim, care. Thank, thank you for the thank time. You. Appreciate thank you. it. Thanks for tuning in to our show. Please check out the show notes for the links we discussed in the podcast. We value your opinions. So if you have any questions or comments, kindly email them to us at deepdive at worldoil.com. Additionally, we'd appreciate it if you could rate us on your preferred podcast listening app. Lastly, don't forget to visit worldoil.com for the latest technical articles and news about the oil and gas industry.